Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It was so funny. And I was like, thank God Melissa's never going to see some of this shit because she would just make fun of all of us. And we were all like, Where's we're keeping this. No, we ended the video because someone wanted to say something like after, like we've recorded the video and then ended it, which I don't know where the fuck it went. I need to figure out where it is on my computer. Um, whatever. Either we'll do on your desktop or it saved to the cloud. Which one well, did I did pick? text you and said, I know, but I didn't see I it to after. I know. So, so then I, then I asked everybody in the, in the live stream, I go, what should I do? What do you think I should do? Um, and yeah, I'll share with you after, but hello, everybody. It's Megan and Melissa. Did you miss us? 
Oh, yeah, I know you did. And if you didn't, I don't hear that if you did. I think, though, that we open this up with the best advertisement for our Patreon. That is true. And you can't say anything else. No. But if you would like to join our Patreon, how much does it cost, Megan? Depends on how much you want to spend. How deep are your mm-hmm. how deep are your pockets? Because it can be anywhere from a dollar a month to more than that. Six to six dollars a month. And for five, if you do five or six dollars, then you get access to the live streams, which we were talking about. Yeah, and someone commented on my last video that I uploaded and they were like watching this video and like now being a part of the Patreon and like seeing the live streams like it's just it's so funny. I go, oh, because you get chaotic, unmedicated, Megan. They're like, it's just (laughs) it's just so fun. And I'm like, oh, yeah, a little a little kooky. But it's kooky. I just want to clarify. She said kooky and not kooky. Oh, my. Can you? Unmedicated. That is not unmedicated, Megan. That would be self-medicating, Megan. Yeah, but it would be different from video, Megan. Uh, yeah, Very no, different. Yeah. No, 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 no. Didn't spend this much money for my nose to fuck up those nasal cavities. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Welcome to another episode of But Am I Wrong, starring two people who you might have forgotten because... We've been on a uh, an accidental hiatus. We had that- an episode last week, though. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Um, well, then hopefully in this week you didn't forget that we are not ever wrong. We've never been wrong. We never will be wrong. It's the burden and the prize that, that we carry. And the cross. Someone's got to do the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. And it's us metaphorically i do not want to do heavy lifting we carry the world on our back yeah and it's backbreaking work and not in the sexual way anyway so (laughs) for this show no 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 (laughs) but uh in this show we have three different segments and we will get into them at the top of each segment so why don't we just go ahead and kick it off with But am I wrong? I do think we should let them know one of the best parts of the show, though, is that everybody gets to vote in every single segment. If you agree with our opinions, if you disagree, and that's over on our Instagram, and they usually go up before Monday. But you know what that means? Look at that. That little window that's kind of large and like foggy, and you're like, ooh, I don't know exactly what's going to go up. That means you have to follow us. And it's truly not a tactic to get you to do that. It is just the Adderall shortage is currently happening, and all of my meds are shitty. And so <laughs> time is a flat circle. What the fuck does TikTok. that mean, by the way? Tick tock. No clue. Like, okay, sure. Is that supposed to be like ironic? Like, it's a flat Does it have anything to do with uh, Alice in Wonderland? Where the clocks get flattened. Maybe, but also isn't a circle flat? A sphere is round. Like, it's like yeah. 3D. Yep. I don't know. Someone will tell us. Yeah, Google. Oh, it means not like the shape. It means everything we have done or will do will be over and over again forever. So that's what it that's is. That's depressing. 
Um, okay, so now it's time for our first segment, But Am I Wrong? And that's where we pick something from our own lives that we feel very passionately about. It can be a hot take. It can be a rant. It could be something that we might have, you know, done controversial things about, and then we take it to a vote. So I believe it is your turn. Okay. What you got? My hot take is something that I have touched on in the past, but um, I have a confession to make. Okay. I've become... Confessions. Go ahead. I have become a part of the problem. There are few things I hate more in this world than LED headlights. And my new car has the LED headlights. They're offensive. They're too bright. They should be, they're a crime against eyeballs. They should be outlawed by the government. And I have them now. And there's nothing I can do about it because it's there a lease. There is something you can do about no, it. No, I can't because it's a lease. You can't modify. Oh, it's a lease. Got yeah, it. if I owned it, but I. You could take them out and then replace them before you turn them back in. Well, it is a nepotism lease because I got it through Matsu's yeah. family. So maybe mm-hmm. I can squeeze it, squeeze it around. I did some research. And if anyone is not familiar, um, in the last, like, I would say some people have said like five years. I would say specifically the last three years. Ten. No. Okay. Yeah. Ten. So some people think it's been a lot like, but I think, I think it's been a lot of people would modify their headlights to make them even brighter. And then car manufacturers just started doing that as a default. And slowly but surely, it used to be like you'd see one ridiculously bright one on the freeway and it'd be like, okay, whatever. This is annoying. You you might even assume they have their brights on. And then you get closer and you're like, oh, no, it's only one set of those lights are on. Okay. But as time has gone on and more people like leases are coming up and all this, my old car did not have those headlights. That was 2019 lease. This is a 2023 lease. And the second I turned them on, they're that blue shade that just gets inside of your brain. And it's like they just hold on to your skull and they go like, let me shake you. This is awful. Like it is horrible. I feel so guilty. And I decided to do some research because when I first felt like I was absolutely crazy for hitting these headlights, Monster was like, what the fuck? Because I, I can't get in a car at nighttime without talking about it, without being like, mm-hmm. these headlights are the bane of my existence. I cannot fucking see anything. Like, these are awful. And he was like, okay, like, sure. And then when we drove to Colorado, he was like, okay, I actually see what you mean. And I was like pointing out and I was like, this one does when have them. This one doesn't. Colorado? And Christmas. Oh, you mean other cars. I thought you meant like oh, in yeah, your no, car. No, not our car. So I was showing him like, when you're seeing all these other headlights and you, you can mm-hmm. tell the difference of people who have them and people who don't. And I was feeling very alone in my hatred of these headlights. I was like, why is no, why is, why is Joe Biden not doing anything about these headlights? Like, I feel like nobody cares. And then I found a subreddit of people who also share the exact same feelings as me. And it's just videos of people being like this stupid car and their headlights. And then I went back on it and I found lots of posts of people who are like, I have also become a part of the problem, my new car. And it's like solidarity. Like we don't know what to do. So I finally Googled to be like, what the fuck is going on with this shit? Now that I know that it's not just me, and now that I have become a part of the problem, I can't just like take that and 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 not do anything about it. So I found an article from Hemmings.com. I have no idea what it is. It was established in 1954. 
I don't know what the credibility of any of this is, but they are specifically LED lights. And they, this article says that regulations on headlights haven't changed in decades while vehicle design and bulb technology has advanced. And so it's also that more people are driving SUVs, so they're higher mm-hmm. and they're reflecting higher, so they're hitting directly into the eyes. So then more people get SUVs because it's impossible to drive in the little fucking cars with the headlights. So it's like unless, a never Unless you have my sight. little, little car and you, you get know, under. under Yep. It actually, when I had a car that's more closer to your current car, I mm-hmm. they were in my face all the time. And now for, I completely forgot that they're like a thing. And I, I don't think, I don't know, because I have like these sport headlights. So no, mine aren't LED. But yeah, like they're, I agree, they're, they're terrible. But they're you're part of the problem terrible. I know. And I, and that's what I feel so guilty about. And so basically the manufacturers have stopped going from like standard halogen bulbs, which were like produce that kind of like creamy milky mm-hmm. yellow light to mm-hmm. LEDs, which are way brighter. And then they're blue. And so the point of it in their mind is it cuts through the darkness a little bit better, but you then will see spots afterwards because our eyes mm-hmm. aren't designed to process LEDs like that. And they're really sensitive to LEDs, blue hues and lights. And the method of measurement of like what it's too bright or not LEDs weren't factored in and so it's like sure it's like the same level of brightness but this is like a thing that is legitimately brighter with the intention of being brighter so like you can't say it's exactly the same different spectrum exactly oh and also a lot of cars apparently have their headlights not aligned well or correctly and so then that causes there's no standard there and things are hitting your eyes and your mirrors and then you just literally cannot see anything. So there is a potential solution that involves implementing adapting driving beams. So they automatically adjust the light output emitted from LED to avoid blinding pedestrians and other drivers passing. And in this article, which was released in February of this year, they said the mass of all of these cars having this is going to take a while. And then... Mats and I started driving my car and he told me, guess what the coolest feature about your car is? And I was like, what? And he goes, when other cars come by or passengers come by, it automatically turns the headlights down. And I was like, so there are times when I'm a part of the problem, but I get to hide it with embarrassment. And my car knows that that's embarrassing. So turn them down. It just kind of lowers his head literally in shame just being like oh i'm sorry like you didn't see anything here like my car is being like that like like the fingers together like oh i'm shy Mm -hmm. like legitimately what's going on so thankfully i am a part of um the the adjusting of that but then we did get an excitement of an article lash that was released from slate saying the air of the two bright headlights is slowly coming to an end And Associated Press ran this whole article and it was like, oh, wow, this is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. This is like, they're going to go away, blah, blah. Nope. Just turns out some of the cars, the headlights were so bright that they were reflecting on the body of the car and then blinding the driver with their own headlights. So they have an issue with that, but not with you blinding other drivers. Messed up, bro. Absolutely messed up. So um, So it's been a roller coaster. What are we, what are you, what's your proposal? What are we voting on? My proposal is that we need to ban LED headlights. And I'm not going to go as far to say that we need to ban LEDs altogether, but I am going to say LEDs have a time and a place and it is not 24-7 and it is not for every single person. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like not everybody can be a redhead. Not everybody can be a blonde. Like, 
not everybody, some people might say that not everyone can pull off bell bottoms. I, I disagree with that statement. I think bell bottoms are a universal thing. Transition lenses. Sometimes things exist and we don't have to participate in them. And when we don't have a choice and we have to opt in, I just need us to all get off the LEDs dick. I fucking hate the LED lights behind <laughs> beds. I hate it. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm in a rave or I am being searched with a black light for semen. Like, can, what you, happened to soft ambient lighting? Have you seen um, this girl got some LED lights for her room? And she didn't realize they were noise activated. So anytime she was getting it in, fucking the lights are flashing. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. I just like, I hate it. And I don't know who big LED is and like whose dick they're fucking sucking to like get placement absolutely everywhere. But we need to stop. Like, how can we make LEDs chuggy? How can we make LEDs not cool that people are like, oh my God, I would never do that. Like, I need whoever has been... Twinkle lights. Yeah, like, but twinkle how lights can had we invest a place. in that? No, you but know, I LEDs accidentally bought everywhere. LED twinkle lights and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this bullshit? Like, it's everywhere. This cold, freaky, sterile blue light that is just like, do you want to look like you're about to get operated on? And I'm like, no, thank you. Like, I want to feel like I'm being like, encapsulating like a warm hug i don't want this to look like you're gonna cut me open and then i don't know inspect me from a thousand miles away and you need the led bright lights to do it like just stop just stop it's ugly it's ugly and they're hard to see (sighs) i hate it I hate it. How do you feel about the LED lights in bedrooms where people like make their bedroom like purple or they like, they're like, oh, put the LED lights behind everything. And so then all of your furniture looks like it's like there's like a portal to Narnia behind it. I think it's fine for like children, you know, like yes. teenagers. That's cool. I don't really uh, for adults. I'm like, whatever, like do you. But like, I just think it's childish. Um, and you know, I am in my childish era, but it's not for me, but you know that I do have colored, uh, light bulbs everywhere. Colored light bulbs are different though. Yeah. But I'm saying like, if that's the feel you want, then get some light bulbs that, you know, get a couple lamps. If you're an adult, get a couple lamps, get the colored light bulbs (laughs) and put, and put them in there because I feel like lamps just kind of elevate a space anyway. And then if you have a nice, like ambient color that's in it too uh-huh. it sets the mood better than led lights literally and it diffuses with the shade on the lamp like it's yeah. gorgeous like like why are we putting strip lights everywhere like it's a fucking tarmac like it's yeah. so cringy and weird like i cannot imagine being single and going to like some fucking guy's house and he's no. got L- i'd be like i'm not having sex with you like what are you doing like you think no. that you are in a rave the one place I do want them are in my gym and that's it because oh, well, I want you should feel like you're on drugs when you're working yes, out. like I want <laughs> I want it to be low but not like I want a low light that has that kind of that feel to it but like oh putting them in the um the ceiling like it's not going to give the same mood as what oh. like gym workout type mood but like With, any other place for for a grown adult you should have lamps or put them into your main light source. It just, it elevates it, but no, anything else. They're for anybody that's 
I'll give it 20 by your, uh, if you go to college by your uh, junior year, you should have been moved on from them. Yeah. If you, if you graduate college, you move into your first apartment and you have your first job, like big kid job and you don't have a lamp. That's, you need to get a lamp. You Mm -hmm. need to get a lamp. And if you are a cishet man, you need to get rid of whatever sheets you have and buy it buy multiple fresh sets and they can't be plaid and they can't be navy. I, I need you to do ones where you can see the or black. I the don't mess like on black them. Either. No, no, no. There it needs to be a light enough shade where if something happens on those sheets, you mm-hmm. can see it. All right. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not Thank wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, here's mine. So um I end most of my nights watching General Hospital, Days of Our Lives. Then I take a gummy and um, watch Grace and Frankie. That's how I fall asleep. You know, like most 30-year-olds do. All those those shows are for <laughs> the 30-age yeah, no, group. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, as a side note, my Finsta, because all I follow is like soap opera you stuff. You have Finsta now? I've been having. Remember I told you, like your you Finsta gets mine? in the way. No, it's oh. still there because... Yeah, because I don't want my Finsta on my phone. But then sometimes when I'm on my phone, I have to look things up. Uh, but okay. my Finsta, I was going to be sad because I love going on my Finsta and being like, yeah. what are these things? And I go, oh, Melissa, look these people up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my Finsta is like all soap opera stuff and housewives. And that's mm-hmm. basically it. And or and like Lux items. And so my Finsta <laughs> thinks that I'm a 70 year old woman. No joke. Like. I keep getting these ads with these elderly women putting on these bras and they were like, this bra was made by a 70 year old. And then this like uh body scrub that is for wrinkles in your legs. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta, I Do I have wrinkles in my legs? <laughs> it's gotta start following some other stuff on here just to age it, age it down a little bit. <laughs> Follow Charlie D'Amelio. Follow Addison (laughs) Ray. Just mute them all. Um, But uh, so on Grace and Frankie, uh, Grace and Frankie, um, they have a vibrator company for elderly women. And and the vibrator is called Menage a Moi. One night, Frankie was stoned on some gummies uh, and she tweeted on National Vibrator Day that an offer for like free vibrators and donuts to people who retweeted it. 50,000 people retweeted it and they, of course, couldn't fulfill that. So then Grace's boyfriend, Nick, who's a billionaire and is played by a black Irish icon, Peter Gallagher. Oh my, I'm so happy to see your representation. Of my people. Yes. He says to uh, blame a fake employee and say that the employee has been fired and then say that it's not valid anymore. So my hot take is when companies have bad press and say that they have fired an employer, they really just screwed up and pinned it on some fake person that doesn't exist. And here is an example. Arthur Grand Technologies. This past week, this tech company called Arthur Grand Technologies posted a job on LinkedIn for this position in Dallas. The listing was for a Salesforce business analyst and insurance claim contract position. 
Um, and the client that was listed was HTC Global in Berkshire Hathaway. So the description of the job, like it was just a regular, regular job description. And then you get to the bottom and it says, only born U.S. citizens and then in brackets white who are local within 60 miles of Dallas, Texas. And then in another bracket, don't share it with the candidates. And so somebody screenshotted this and posted it on Reddit. And then from Reddit, it just got spread all across the internet. And at first, Arthur Grant said that a new junior recruiter at our firm was responsible for the offending job post. Uh, and then they said that they fired the employee. And then they came back and said, this job posting was neither authorized nor posted by Arthur Grant or its employees. A former employee took an existing posting and added discriminatory language, then reposted it through his account. The moment this was brought to our attention, we work with the job portal to remove this offensive job posting. Necessary legal action has been initiated against the job poster. And then they went on to say that it's a minority-owned company that prides itself in diversity. All employment decisions are based on individuals' qualifications. And now the job posting as a whole has been taken down. So if this later statement happened, then why make the first statement? Mm -hmm. Clearly, this is a cover-up for something. Something happened, but whatever happened, it's not. neither one of these situations are the truth but it's getting pinned on this fake employee. So that is my thing. Anytime a job posts something, then they are, you know, just covering up by, for somebody else's bad doings. And they probably don't even know who the person is that posted it. I wholeheartedly agree. I've literally always fucking thought this when like people mm -hmm. be like, oh, you know, like that was an employee, like they've since been terminated. And I'm like, this employee didn't exist. Like, let's be real. Right. I have to say though, the wording of that, to me, that is put this in chat GPT. Is that what you pronounce it? <laughs> put it in an AI mm -hmm. thing and then we copy paste it. It's like Scott Disick uploading uh, like a branded Instagram being like, okay, so, like, hi, Scott. Okay, so like this is what you're going to do. This is going to be the copy and then it'll go up at this time and they just copy the whole just thing and the then upload thing, yeah. the entire thing as the caption. Like, hmm, someone thought that AI, like it, maybe AI is, they're learning, they're listening, they're going, <laughs> they we're going to, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to yeah. expose you for who you truly are. Uh-huh. This is why we need we this is the it's the leftist, unbiased, anti-racist uh AI being like, yep. no, no. So that's my proposal. You're not wrong. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley 
And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. back from our break hit it and we're we're gonna get into our next segment which is but are you wrong where you listeners will send in your emails to but am i wrong pod at gmail.com you let us know what is happening in your life a situation a predicament something that is weighing heavily on your mind body and soul well you don't have to send things that are weighing heavily on your body everyone's like my boobs um and you can let us know the situation and we will tell you if you are the hero or the villain. So we do ask that you keep it under 300 words and you give everybody fake names, including yourself if you need to. But if it's easy to follow along, we don't totally need them. But if there are a lot of people, it's helpful. Ages are also helpful and just giving us the best information so we can accurately tell you whether you're going to get that hero edit or you're going to have like a dun-dun-dun villain. So here we go. Am I wrong for not wanting to be friends with my best friend's situationship? My BFF, Tom, 24, he, him, started talking to Frank, 28, he, him, in the fall. There were so many red flags right off the bat. Frank was only emotionally available during sex, wouldn't meet Tom's friends or introduce him to his, would only go to Tom's place, wouldn't stay the night, and was anxiously attached to Tom and would blow up his phone if he didn't answer right away and told Tom he could never make this relationship official. He's told me all the good things about Frank, too, but it's all bare minimum good behavior. I already disliked him at this point, but then we found out that he had a secret boyfriend that he lived with the entire time. His excuse was that he wanted to dump him and was trying to because the relationship was so toxic and he was looking elsewhere for emotional and physical validation. And then in parentheses, we get, apparently his boyfriend had a micro penis. Frank and his boyfriend have since broken up, so he says, but they still live together. Tom was so hurt by all of this, but believes he won't find anyone else. So he's pushing through with Frank. He's been miserable through the situationship even before the boyfriend discovery. Tom thinks they'll date in the future and is going to wait around for Frank to be ready. He asked if when they do date, I'd give Frank a chance. I said I'll be nice to his face, but I'm not going beyond that. (laughs) He's hurt Tom so badly and his character doesn't match someone I'd want to be friends with regardless. Tom was very upset. Am I wrong for saying I wouldn't give Frank a chance? I think you sort of switched the names. 
to be frank. And then have Tom be the cheater. Tom's house was on fire. Yeah, this is... Oh, Tom Sandoval. It took me a second to get it. Yes. Name's slow. Um, (laughs) You're so not wrong at all. uh, At all, at all, at all, at all. And, you know, it does suck, though, because... people are going to be in bad relationships get into bad relationships get back with bad relationships and the when you tell your friends like the shitty stuff and it's very clear you've painted them to be like not a shitty like you've painted them to be a shitty person because they are a shitty person um your friends don't want you to be with a shitty person but especially if you know i i think that in the words of someone who sent me a DM and I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I asked if I was being delusional and she was like, I mean, a little Delulu. And I was like, oh my God, Delulu. Like, I'm just like, what a cute kid's name, Delulu. Um, And this to me, like, you know, Tom's being a little Delulu. And I think in these hypothetical situations, of like, okay, so, you know, if we do date and all of this kind of stuff. And it's like the best answer I always think in those situations is, you know, if he proves if he proves me wrong and he proves you wrong and he like proves himself wrong, like I will be so happy. Like I will be so happy. Like I'll be genuinely like I'm rooting for him to do that. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for that because it's not putting onus on like, oh, well, I'm never going to like, like this person ever again. There's nothing they can do. It's like, no, there's, there's a lot of things that they could do to make me like, like them and respect them and like think they're a good partner for you. Um, and I hope, I hope they do that. And it also makes the person in the relationship a little bit less, like defensive and it's like oh the world is against us and like that's kind of what is one of the factors that keeps people in toxic relationships is feeling like it's only us we're only together but i i think this is time for maybe you book a trip you go you take a look and you introduce to some new people because this is if this is the best that it's going to get but we've got some work to do on our on our self-respect if this is we're like this is the best I will ever do. You know, my bar is already pretty low for people. Like, I like people to prove themselves wrong. You know, like, come I'm in sorry, low. No, no, we have to circle back to that. Your bar is pretty low for people for what? You can't just give that blink. I mean, as far as, like, just people in general. Like, like if I have my okay. expectations low, then they can't, they yeah. can't, like, Not dating. Bo- no, 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 okay, not dating. You. I okay, mean, like, I just mean, I'm I don't want anyone to writer. fucking slide into your DMs. No. Like, who's no, no. right for the writer? Yes. Like, my okay, expectation, okay, okay. like, for Tom, Tom's expectations should be high because it's yes. somebody dating. Yes. But, like, for just people in general, they can't disappoint me if my expectations are on the on the ground. And then, you know, then, then, then I'm full of surprises when they actually turn out to be a great person. I'm like, Wow, that's somebody I want to be around. I'm so pleased. Yes. Um, and so expectations on the ground. I I I would do the I would do the exact same thing. I would be like, I would be actually I don't even know if I'd be cordial to them or nice to them. I would probably be like, I know to Tom, be like, I know what this man did to you. And so I I just don't want to be around them. Like What's he doing to work on himself? What's he doing to make himself better? I do believe that people can change, 
But there has been there's been so much lying and there hasn't been that much turnaround. And then blaming a micro penis, that's childish. Um, because people are more than their body parts. So that the only reason that they had problems was because of his micro penis. Okay. We don't know this. We don't know this person with this micro penis. We don't know if this is a real micro penis or if it's a fabricated yeah. micro penis. But like the idea of like, I need other people to stop talking about other people's potential micro penises. Like, yeah. Stop. And even if you have a micro penis, so what? With the mouth. That's do? your business. That's yeah. Business. Like, <laughs> um, I don't need to know. So, like, that's not. That's not, that's none of the th- the reasons that, that Tom gave, uh, that Frank gave as like reasons why his relate, he lied are, they're just not anything that I would be like, I would trust. Like there hasn't been enough time away from this person. And so, um, no, like, no, like. I, I I would not want to be around him and I'm not going to fake it either and be like, just prove, prove that you're a better person now. And then I can come around to liking you. But like, Tom, I don't care. Like, I don't think the writer's wrong. No. And I think like in these situations, like you basically have to like gas up your friend so much of being like, why? Like, that makes me really sad to hear that like you think that this is the best you can do like what I would never be friends with someone if this was the best person that they could date like yeah. if I was friends I would never like why are you insult like th- I'm insulted that you think that I would be friends with someone who deserves this as a partner in a relationship like what the fuck yeah. no so the age gap is four years which is not astronomical I'm so it's the fall but I will say that like you know I think that between 24 and 28 you can be at relatively different spots in your life and also depending on when tom came out like i i don't know if i have any any specifically like and i know this happens in uh women like relationships with women as well but specifically like in gay men having relationships with other gay men that there there's always one of a much younger guy and most of my friends their first experience with someone with who's a lot older and so you have less to compare that stuff to so I, I think that like, you know, some people like, if you don't have that much, you don't have that, like, you don't have enough people re- registering in the census to feel like you can make an educated decision or say like, with confidence that like, oh, there's all these other things out there. But as a friend, like you can just be like, point blank, like, take the sex out of it, take the romance out of it. Like, there are so many other fucking people in the world I could be friends with. And like, I'm friends with you. And this dude is not that for you. like. There's, yeah. there's no way. 24 is young to be settling. Any Wait, age is young. Any age, age is young to be settling. But especially at 24, when you think that's the best you can do, his frontal cortex even isn't even developed. Like You're you not still even have, the best you yet. No, like there's still so much time left to grow and even figure out who you are. So this is not the best that Tom can do. So no. No, if you're going to settle, you need to settle for so many zeros Mm -hmm. on the end of the bank account and on the end of that age. Yeah. Someone who is a bazillionaire and just moments away from their (laughs) last breath. Like, 
That's the only time we're settling. And is that even really settling? No. No. What it is, is you're settling some debts that you might have (laughs) with the money that you will inherit. That's the only goddamn time. You're not financially better. No. No. Trash, 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 trash. Writer number two. Dear Megan and Melissa, as people who are never wrong, I wanted to get your opinions on something that recently happened between my boyfriend, 23, he, him, and I, 22, she, her. We live outside of a major city on the East Coast, D.C. I mentioned the area because it's expensive to live here and people have bills to pay. Anyway, he recently took an Uber home from my house, which is an over 15 minute drive. When he got home, he told me how happy he was with the surprisingly inexpensive price of the ride. I asked him how much it was and he told me. I then followed up by asking if that was the total before or after tip. He proceeded to laugh at me and say, you tip your Uber drivers? I said, do you not? Apparently he doesn't tip his Uber, Uber Eats, other delivery service drivers or pickup orders. He does tip his servers, but not as much as I do, despite having been a server himself. That's actually how we met five years ago. I always tip my Uber and delivery drivers, so I was surprised by this answer. Is this not something most people do? Is he wrong for not tipping them? Very curious to hear your thoughts on this. He's wrong. And I've actually given, uh, I don't even know what podcast it was on. And I don't know what the subject was. It might have been this. I think it was this. It it was was. my rant about um, people not tipping and how I judge people for that. Um, Yeah, like you should be tipping any person that works. And this is, if you live in the United States, this is customary. It's not, I'm people in other countries, if it's not part of your custom get it it can be offensive in other customs i'm talking about people that live in the united states of america you should be tipping any service person bare minimum if it sucked 15 percent. if it was good 20 percent. if it was excellent 25 percent. i don't care what it's for like no no this is this i judge people heavily on the fact if they tip people And it speaks volumes on you as a person. Yeah. I also think that like specifically with an Uber driver, to me, this just like shows the huge, like such a huge difference in like experience, you know, as, um, as like a a woman and like safety thing. Like I, if I have a good Uber trip, I'm tipping that Uber driver, like leaving like five, like anything, like Mm -hmm. if I can like write something like that. And then the next time that I, am getting picked up from around the same area and I have that same like Uber driver again. I'm like, this is great. This is amazing. Like I felt safe in this car. This was great. Like there's so many of those other like risks there. And so when I tip for good service, I also tip for like, oh, I felt safe and this was not creepy and this was good. And then this person knows I tip well, and then they are going to come back and pick up my rides because they're in the similar area, whatever it is, especially in LA, like it's Mm -hmm. pretty common. And so it's like, oh, like, you just, you just, you just don't like the only time I've ever not tipped was like the first time I ever went to like similar, like a, I don't think it was blue bottle, but like a blue bottle, like establishment where they have like, they're like giving, I like got a water or something and it's Mm -hmm. uh, a Fiji water and they hand it to me. And the other thing is like a tip. And I like 
kind of glitched for a second. I was like, oh, didn't realize. It. And I was like, gonna do this. And the person was like, don't, it's no, like, you don't, this yeah, is just an automatic not... thing that's implemented here. Like, yeah. we're, and I was like, oh, but I don't know, they like, how much you're getting them. paid. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, they we're didn't make a coffee or anything. They yeah. Didn't and do they were anything. like, we're not working on, like, we don't need to, like, we didn't do anything for you, but like also specifically there, she was like, we have, we're making money. Like this is not mm-hmm. like a restaurant where like we surviving on tips. Like if you want to include something, but like my boss just can't figure out how to like get it off this. Like no one leaves anything. And I was like, Oh, I mean, okay. But like, even then I think if I had paid with, if I paid with a card, I would have given, I mean, if I pay with cash, I would like, let me here, let me leave these things here. Like, it's just, it's also, it's, it just baffles me because <laughs> A lot of people think like, oh, well, you know, if I can't afford to tip, so you just mean I just like don't get to like go eat at nice restaurants. It's like, yeah, that's like legitimately what that is. Mm -hmm. And also there's a difference between the people who are, do you think that the people who are working here for tips, do you think all of them can afford to eat at this restaurant if they didn't have this job? Like, no, like a a lot of the time people who are in these, you're, you're paying customer to be there. And these people have this job because they need the money and you can afford that. You're not working. This is like, you opted into this as a pleasant and maybe frivolous or like luxe kind of experience. They're at their fucking work day. Like, I'm not going, if I'm not going to have four season brunch every Sunday because I can't afford that. Like, but you know what I can't afford? making food myself exactly (laughs) like it's just it's like they're being like well i'm doing everyone it's like i'm here like what what if the restaurant was empty i'm like the restaurant's not empty Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to like deliver like all that shit like i sometimes instacart drivers will just be like i couldn't find anything and i'm like there's nothing at the grocery store there's absolutely, and I'm still tipping them. And then I'm writing yeah. an email to Instacart saying, well, this was wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, and this was wrong. But I'm still tipping you. Also because I usually once, the shopper and the driver are different. <laughs> I once had a shopper um, tell me that they were out of a certain, cho- it was a baking chocolate. And I was like, and then I was like, are you sure? And they took a picture and I was like, you're in the candy aisle, not the baking aisle. You have to go over there. And then there was another item that I think that was also in the baking aisle. I forget what it was, but I was like, did you look here for that item? And they said, no, I said, it's in this aisle too. So like, like, but I'm still going to tip. I was yeah. the last time I went to the airport, I have on my Uber thing. Cause they have the thing where you can select if you don't want people to talk and I have it selected, like, don't talk to me. Um, and, but the woman, it was early in the morning. I was going to the airport. She was nice or whatever. I think she was like trying to wake up. And she had the radio going and it was the day after the Chris Rock special came out and it was like talk radio talking about that. And she's just laughing away. And Not she goes, did side. you watch? Yeah, I said, she was okay. like, did you watch it last night? And I said, no. And she's like, do you like comedy? And I said, yeah, but I don't like Chris Rock. And she goes, oh. And I said, and she just kept going about on how funny he was. And I was like, it's not my vibe. I don't agree with him. And, you know, she was annoying as hell, but I still tip the bitch because, like, she's doing me a solid. It's going to be cheaper than if I drove my car there and parked. Way cheaper. So, like, this is her job. Like, tips are part of the job. It's yeah, a it's convenience. Not her you're, paying, duty. you're paying for the convenience. Yep. Yep. 
I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And like, this would be like, I would never be drier than a moment if I saw someone who like didn't, I would be like, I have the biggest ick. Like you have to tip better. Next up. So I just got my nails done. Yes, I will send you photos. <laughs> and while in the process of getting them done with my nail tech, let's call her Selena, a fucking Karen called and demanded to get them done ASAP because she broke it doing God knows what. So Selena kept trying to tell her that the nail salon was super busy, and it was. And Karen kept saying, why, why, why? And the phone was on speaker, so I heard everything and how rude this fucking cunt was. And Selena kept trying to reason with her, but couldn't get a word in. I would like to add that Selena is a mother with a five-week-old baby. Then I had enough. I grabbed the phone and said, lady, shut up. This girl's trying to help you, but you keep talking over her with your big mouth. Karen then said, who is this? You have no right to talk to me like that. I'm the fucking customer. I replied back, bitch, I'm a motherfucking customer too. You ain't special. There ain't no need to be a bitch at 9 a.m. Now lower your goddamn tone and say what you need. She eventually did, to my surprise, and I was able to get Karen's name and number so my nail tech can call her back if an early opening pops up. Now Selena did thank me and I gave her a good tip, but now I'm realizing what if I got her in trouble? Like what if Karen goes on Yelp or even worse, she starts cussing out Selena again when she meets her or if her manager talks to her? Am I wrong? So am I wrong for defending my nail tech? I personally don't think you're wrong if you know that you're socially aware and picking up cues or you have a relationship with your nail tech enough that this is something that they would be okay with. I haven't got my nails done forever, but Josie, shout out to my, I love Josie so much. She also does Cami's nails too. I think not all the time, but a good, good number of times. Um, and there were times where like I would witness the most like asinine people in the nail salon like being ridiculous Even and Josie, the last time we went together <laughs> there was assholes in there oh yeah and like yeah. Josie's not confrontational but if i <laughs> if i was with she's one of the it's her and her mom who own it so how we went to college together but not at the same time but then we both talk about riverside like if it's going to put Josie in a bad position, no way in hell. But if so, if it's so hard, I will step in. So it's just a matter of like how well you know somebody to like know how those things go about. And I mean, I will say more often than not, nail salons, people deal with like, like just horrific, horrific people. And the nail tech specifically gets like so much verbal abuse from customers that their bosses know that. Like their bosses are not throwing them under the bus. The bosses aren't, the customer is not always right at the nail salon. And I know that from the time that I tried to paint my nails light yellow and Josie was like, no. And I was like, really? And she goes, I'm not, I won't open this bottle and paint your nails. Like this is going to look so ugly. And I was like, okay. And the customer is not always right. So your nails are naturally kind of yellow anyway. So I think that's why she said I couldn't do it. (laughs) She's like, that's going to look awful and she goes yeah. i mean i can paint a nail for you and then so i walked over she goes absolutely not and she's like why do we own this i'm throwing this away and i was like okay for sure yeah um i i, I this is what i would do i don't think you're wrong for what you said it might have been wrong for the way that you went about it because it could be unprofessional to her and like you said there could be a negative yelp review but make sure that you leave a review and also recommend it to other people. So like you have to like do do dil- do your due diligence on both sides of it. Like you're defending the person that does your nails, but you also like send her some more business in case she loses some. 
Yeah, undo, preemptively undo anything that that bitch might, that the Karen might do in that kind of sense. Um, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And then I think also like if you feel bad or it so becomes you, like you can always stop by the nail salon and just be like, hey, I've been thinking about this. Like I really just like, please be totally candid with me if I was like out of line there. Like I'm, you know, got fired up there and I feel that way. And like, I don't, I don't, uh, disagree with my sentiments like I still feel that way but I'm realizing now that like I don't know if that's how you would have preferred that I handled that and like I would love to know Mm -hmm. in the future if that happens again like how I can best back you up and like she might just be like no that was perfect like please do that again (laughs) because you can say like customers can say things that employees can't say and I I I I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with uh that because capitalism means that a lot of people uh can't say shit to the people who are literally verbally abusing them Mm because they're paying customers and it's like well so am i and i'm gonna call you a cunt i'm a paying customer all right so uh writer number four so i have tattoos love some regretted some like a matching tattoos with ex-best friend who was secretly a racist towards my people. Dumb cunt. And one that's a deathly hollow tattoo. It's a symbol with Dumbledore's, it's a symbol with Dumbledore's wand in the middle. I'm non-binary and have a lot of trans friends, fluid friends, non-binary friends. So y'all know I don't respect Janky Knees Rollins turf views. Recently I found out that soul surfer girl who had her arm bit off by a shark, also a turf, says she refuses to compete against trans athletes. I honestly should have seen it coming since in her book that I now regret reading as a middle schooler, she's hella religious. Back to JKKK, Rollins. I hate my tattoo and thought, why don't I cover it up with a shark tattoo holding a trans flag? When I told a friend who is a who is gender non-conforming, they them my idea of getting the tattoo covered up. They said, "Kind of inhuman since she lost her arm, but that's your body." So now I'm having some doubt. Am I wrong for getting this tattoo, or should I just say fuck it and do it? I don't think you're wrong. First of all, it's your body, and you can put on your body whatever you want. Uh, and second. Just because you lose a limb doesn't make you not a bitch. Like you're fixing, you're fixing something on your body. So like, if she had no limbs, like it's not thoughtless or anything to get a tattoo because somebody is a transphobe. Like to fix your tattoo, it's not wrong at all. Does it look like you're kind of cheering the shark on for doing the damage? Maybe, but again, this is your <laughs> your body. So your body, your choice. I did oh, see something. My God. Uh, this has actually been a lot of discourse online that I've seen about people cheering on the shark and they're like the shark was like because it's like did we know that she was a transphobe before? The shark no. was something we didn't. The shark, you know, and it sounds like a movie about a shark that has premonitions. I Say for the next, it's like Dexter meets Sharknado. Yeah. (laughs) I can't, you know, the shark just goes after bad people. Do I, I don't think you're wrong, you know, 
It's kind of funny, actually. No, it's Megan was crying laughing was for the people that can't see in, this. Like, that's the funniest thing I've like legitimately ever heard. Like, you actually have to do. Like, you have. Like, you're required by law to get that time. Like, that's so fucking funny, and it's hilarious. And I just bad things happen to bad people, and okay, bad ha- bad things what do you happen to bad to- people. Bad things happen to good people. Yeah, you and know? I'm gonna respond but- differently to each of mm-hmm. them. Like, right. I will. Like, I, it's, it is my fucking right to be like, oh, this horrible thing happened to you. Well, you're horrible. So, what do you think happened there? You know? And then when the good things happen to bad people, I'm like, that is unfair. Life is just not fair. And then when, when this happens, I go, life is fair for you. I think that you should get the tattoo and name the shark Valentina. Valentina. Ally. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> I'm obsessed. That's the best tattoo idea I might have ever, ever heard. Like, yeah. And it takes a cake because before it was Disney's, Disney's, and it would be Diz, D I Z, D I S in the um, Disney font over the knee. This is taking the cake. All right. Now we're going to take a break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay, we're back for our final segment, which is But Are They Wrong? where we nominate the worst of the week, the Rachel of the week, the person, place, or thing entity that um, we just think should be publicly shamed on our podcast. And every week, the options uh, are, uh, my cup runneth over. Mm -hmm. So many options, so many horrific people doing so many horrific things. I would like to nominate the Tennessee Republicans, who, I mean, we could just say all of them (laughs) in total, 24 seven, 365 days a year. Uh, but specifically nominating them this week uh, for expelling two Democrats who protested for gun control after the Nashville shooting. So there were three protesting, two black men and a white woman, and the white woman unscathed. Maybe some dirty looks, some, they've said some nasty things, but she's come out and said that someone asked her, I don't, I don't remember what, public, what it was on CNN or something, asked her... Um, what why she thought that the reaction for her was different why she wasn't expelled Mm -hmm. and she was like well i think it's pretty obvious they're two young black men and i'm a white woman and even on the questioning of how they interacted with us she was like were they being absolutely like very sexist to me and she was like yes but there was a lot more dignity a lot more respect in how they conducted that sexism fueled questions with me than how they did with um the two other representatives, Justin Jones and Justin Peterson of Nashville and Memphis, respectively. So they had held chants on the podium floor. I mean, from the podium on the House floor on March 30th using a megaphone where hundreds of spectators, like parents, children, and everybody was there to advocate for gun control. And the vote to expel a third member, which was Gloria Johnson, the white woman of Knoxville, failed by a single vote. So they're both 27-year-old black men and it's their first term in the state house. And Johnson, 60, is a white woman on her fourth term. And then House Speaker Cameron Sexton, who leads the GOP supermajority, said the actions were at least equivalent, and this is a quote, at least equivalent, maybe worse, depending on how you look at it, of doing an insurrection in the Capitol. No. 
when people say words, they have meaning. And especially when people are like public figures and like front facing government officials, where like shit's recorded, shit can, people can see all of this kind of stuff. Like, I don't think that like, it's wow, how could you say something like this? It's like, wow, how safe and comfortable do you feel just spewing bullshit? So much bullshit because you have before and you can and like, there's no repercussions. There is no accountability. There is no like, no, that's not true. Like, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Like, come on, let's be real. Like, no, no, that's, that's, that's a vast exaggeration. But, but no, he knows his constituents. He knows all like, and he feels very comfortable because but most of the other people there look exactly like him and hold all of his same beliefs and values. So the two thirds majority of vote was required to remove the lawmakers and Republicans currently c- control 75 of the 99 seats of the state house. And this, um, it should also be noted that uh, no protesters broke into the building. <laughs> They didn't damage any property uh, and they weren't arrested. So, you know, they were allowed after they went through security, unlike the Capitol riots. Like there's like legitimately absolutely nothing, uh, nothing like it. And it's also funny to me for the comparison between, hmm, there are pe- parents and children who are advocating in the city where there was a horrific shooting that had just happened for gun control versus people who are breaking in thinking the current the the former president lost the election and it was a lie and they're trying to do all this stuff i'm like not comparable not comparable and also like that other one was your team like Mm -hmm. so the fact that you something that is as, as frivolous and like wasting of time energy resources and people's like safety and lives as like the capital riot comparing to grieving families and children that's going to be a response to this like I do feel like every fucking time there's a school shooting, it's like, how can we outdo the worst response to this? Like, how can we go above and beyond to make this uh, more insensitive, more fucked up than we did before? And like you, the fact that like we got to like the Alex Jones conspiracy theory, Sandy Hook never happened. Those kids were actors and all of that, that that was never a moment for the Republican Party to be like, oh, we've gone too far and we've emboldened people to make statements like this after school shootings. Like we need to fix. No, no, here we are all these years later, like still creating issues that don't exist without addressing the real issue here. And in this, it was like, oh, let's not address gun control. Let's do a a, a completely false comparison while being just racist. So uh, they make me sick. Yeah. If you haven't seen any of the um interviews with the Tennessee Three afterwards, specifically with um Representative Pearson and Jones, they're like for young people, I'm including myself in that statement, there's something really hopeful of seeing people who look like people that like you would have gone to college with. Like these don't look like this doesn't look like your parents distant cousins who live on like you know what I mean like there are people like they're young people and there's like so much promise and hope there um and they they're not they're not going down like this and they're I'm they're they're incredibly 
justified in fighting this back and they are and it's it's a similar feeling to how I get like AOC or any like young people in politics that it reminds you that like not everybody is made a deal with a crypt keeper and is Mitch McConnell and is like slowly disintegrating before our eyes like there is hope in that and these old fucking racist homophobic transphobic fucks are dying they're old they're aging out of all of the shit and they're they're getting desperate and it's because they see that young people are not not following in their footsteps yeah friend of the pot and friend in real life candace king has been out at all the protests has been in the capitol was there the day that they got expelled she has on um a super bloom we have bonus episodes on monday called coffee brew and um the last couple episodes she's given her experience with being there i'm not promoting it just because i produce it i'm promoting it because like it's and she's firsthand a she's great yeah she's yeah. a friend and it's first firsthand like experience as somebody that's there so i, I encourage y'all to go listen to it yeah my my friend jenica her daughter's in high school in uh Franklin writes outside Nashville. She might even go to high school in Nashville. Um, and she talks a lot about, and she's got, I mean, there's a lot of people in her circle who are very conservative and she grew up without those beliefs. She was a teen mom. And she has talked a lot on her platform um, about like school shootings. And she is like, she's around my, she's a little bit older than me, but she's around my age and she has a kid in high school. So she has a different experience than um, a lot of people our age of knowing that like, oh, what this is, what this is like and what this is happening and talking about like having to, when she was like, you know, really poor and didn't have a lot of money, like having to spend money to get her a uh, bulletproof backpack and like all of these things that it's like knowing that that was a financial strain to do to protect mm -hmm. her kid that she can't even ensure will protect her kid and how I think at this point, AJ is going into like online school and that she was really resistant for it. And then it got to a point where she was like, you know what? Like we have the luxury of you being able to do that. And it's hard to live in a place where you're like near where you grew up and have people not really care about the safety and then claim that they do because they're trying to ban drag shows. Yeah. So I think they did in Tennessee. No. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Specifically in Tennessee, they did. And then this happening in Tennessee, it's just, mm -hmm. it's like the irony is just like pounding them over the fucking head. And they're like, what? I don't see it. Hmm. All right. Here's my uh, nomination. It is for uh, Kamisha Munford, who is the director of Rising Generations Early Learning Center in Prince George County, Maryland. So... This is one of my other yeah, what random what the fuck ones. are we about to embark on? I never yeah. know. Oh, this one's got audio with it too. So <gasps> Kelly and Kai Gibbs are a lesbian couple um, that had a child at this daycare. And they received this weird-ass phone call from Kamisha. So there's a voicemail left on Kelly's phone at about 3 o'clock in the morning. And Kai descri described it as disturbing and Kelly agreed. So Kamisha said that she was a prophet from God and that Kelly and Kai needed to break up. 
let me let me play the actual voicemail for you because I don't think that you're actually ready for this. I'm so sorry to have to call you this late and to be calling you from my um, personal private cell phone, but I had to call to let you know that um, I'm a prophet um, and God often speaks to me through dreams and visions. And the word of the Lord says that God wants you and your wife to split up. And I am so sorry to have to tell you this horrible question that I'm about to I'll also speak in tongues. I pray in tongues that God has spoken this word to me, but I am sorry that I had to deliver it to you. So in case y'all didn't catch this, she said that she speaks in tongues and that was what some of the things that you couldn't understand were. Um, so uh, Kelly and Kai said they listened to it and much like the face that Megan just made, they just stared at each other for like a half an hour wondering what they should do. Keep in mind, this was at three something in the morning. And the thing is, this is not a religious daycare at all. And as I've said many times, Religion is not an excuse for your bad or hateful behavior. Kelly says that she's interacted with Kamisha at least three times a week and there was never anything weird that happened. And Kai was like, this came completely out of left field because she's never even heard Kamisha say anything like, have a blessed day, which I say facetiously all the time. The website for the daycare says that it follows the state law and doesn't discriminate on the basis of race, religion, nation, national origin, or sex. And the owners initially didn't give a comment or statement. They refused to give one, but then the daycare itself released a statement and it said, at Rising Generations Early Learning Center, we provide quality childcare in a safe, friendly, loving, and inclusive environment for hundreds of families in the community, regardless of race, class, and sexual orientation. With the safety and welfare of children of care at the heart of what we do, any negative statements made about the LGBTQIA community do not reflect the thoughts or beliefs of our learning center. After launching an internal investigation to the allegations, we reprimanded the alleged employee. As such, we have and continue to extend our apologies to any of our affected Rising Generations Early Learning Center families. Uh, the center later sent a letter to the parents calling Mumford's statement offensive and inappropriate. inappropriate. Mumford, and then the letter said, has been reprimanded and acknowledged their error in judgment but she still has a job. And then, so then I went and looked at the website to read Miss Kamisha's uh, bio. And it says, Kamisha earned a Bachelor of Science. Yeah. Prophet uh, Kamisha earned a Bachelor of Science degree in Family Studies from the University of Maryland College Park. Mr. and Mrs. Mumford's daughter has been a part of the family business since its inception in 1997. She's also the proud mother of three. She brings her heart and expertise to provide quality childcare in a safe, nurturing environment and uplifting her community one child at a time. So the prophet is a Nepo baby. Her parents like the own original the daycare. Jesus too. Yes, yes. Her parents. Maybe that was her confirmation. <laughs> her parents own the center. They're both the executive director and administrators for this center so nothing's gonna happen to her because this is her birthright 
<laughs> so when they initially reached out and didn't have a comment, they're talking to they the knock dad. on her door. Hey, honey, you home? <laughs> hey, honey, it's dad. I, I just want to ask you uh, just a question. Yeah. Okay. I have to let you know that this is my, um, my straight is showing. And I, I'll own up to it because the last time my straight was showing and I had no idea was when I was like, there's no way in hell, the, you know, you can't use when we gave someone the advice that they should be get off the dating apps just for friends because that doesn't look good. And everybody was like, your straight's showing. We do that all the time. I thought that this woman was confessing her love and was mm-hmm. like, you need to break up so we can be together. And then it's usually a bigotry. And I'm like, oh, so like, are they breaking? Like, what? And I was like, oh, no, no. It's like, oh, you were the it hateful might be. Per- I thought also, this was sexual. Like, I was like, it, my, it was like, okay, so you have a crush or you're going through a manic episode. Um, and now it's like, oh, you're okay. So there's definitely a home of like the parents, are, the parents didn't claim any of the, any of the above. So they, oh, it was, oh, okay. So you're just, okay. So you have mm-hmm. confirmed that it was homophobia. Which was not even the first one on my my should have been on the first one on my radar wasn't, um, yeah. So and it when can I, be all of the above. And when I first I was like, okay, homophobic. It's also like the couple they're black and white. Kamisha's black. I was oh. like, maybe she has uh-huh. issues with that. But yeah. since the parents outright pointed <laughs> out the homophobic part, I was like, okay. So you got you had a family okay. meeting and you got down to the bottom mm-hmm. of it. Like, thank you for letting us know. Like. Yeah. Wait, what are, what was the motivation here? Like, that's... Right. That And home- this, this, maybe she does, maybe it's internalized homophobia and she does have a crush on one of them. And, you know, that just jolted her out of, or she was up all night, three o'clock in the morning and made speaking, a call. When she said speaking in tongues, I was like, are you trying to... Right. You're trying to show my show your skills. Yeah, and I was like, okay, <laughs> you're speaking in tongues. I get it. You, you pray. You say a lot of things about the tongues you're doing. It's like we know what that tongue do. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Okay, this was homophobia. That was a roller coaster. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please vote if uh, you have. I mean, you're listening at this point. You've listened to the whole episode, so vote on our Instagram for who you think was the hero or the villain in each of our segments and stay tuned for Friday's episode, Fisting Friday. Yeah. And that is where we read the results of the previous week's episode. So we haven't done that in a while. So tomorrow you will get to hear some results. And yeah, I hope you have a wonderful weekend after that and buckle on in for the rest of the content we're churning out. We'll circle back. Goodbye. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.